So welcome to the Nix's podcast. I'm your host, Melanie Nix, and today I am joined by the youngest band I've ever interviewed. Uh, it's a pleasure to have Beheading of the Queen with me. Uh, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Jay. I am the uh, lead vocalist and frontman of Beheading of the Queen. Um, hi, my name is Angel, and I'm the lead guitarist, and I do some backup vocals for Beheading of the Queen. Uh, my name is Lizzie. I'm the bassist of Beheading of the Queen. My name is Julian, and I am the drummer for Beheading of the Queen. So we have like ages 15 to 19 here, right? I actually turned uh, 20 on Tuesday. There wow. we go. Happy belated birthday. <laughs> but you, you guys see the age, the age range. Um, it, it's really incredible. Like when I, when you guys sent your track over, um, but let's talk a, a bit about how I, I got to, to, to start hearing you guys. You guys sent that track over. I think it's a live performance that you guys turned into an MP3 or something. You guys were doing a battle of the bands. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I clicked right away and I was like, hold on a second. This is good. I mean, it is good. Uh, you guys are extraordinary for the age group. So you already have a step up on a lot of us older people. So keep going, guys. <laughs> um, where can we find you guys on social media? So we are currently on Facebook, Instagram, uh, and YouTube. Um, right now we've been working on getting a bit further out with TikTok and some other things. So we're not limited to those, but we are on those currently. And we look for beheading of the queen and we should find you guys, right? Correct. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, what's the meaning behind the, the band name? Julian, you know, right? So yeah, my dad a long time ago wrote a song called my decapitated Delilah. And we all really enjoyed that name. But we decided to like give it our own twist a little bit and came upon the name Beheading of the Queen. And ever since like then, it just stuck. That's pretty cool. So you guys come from musical families, I'm guessing. I do. I do, yeah. I have somewhat of a musical background, but only like two people. Yeah. Um, I, I'm in a similar vein <laughs> where I, me and my sister... And I think my cousin, everyone else in my family does sports. There we go. There we go. Has to start somewhere. You guys, yeah. you guys can leave the legacy after that. Uh, what's your background? How, how did you guys meet? Well, we started at, so in our area, um, we have a like school. It's called Valley Music Institute. And that's where we all met. Um, we kind of just joined a band together there, and we kind of just started off from there. Yeah, the, the music school is, uh, it's basically a guy that gets a lot of other local musicians from ages like what? Like six. Six to all the way up to like my parents' age, and sometimes those, I think there was a guy playing drums that was there the other day that was like, I think in his 70s. Um, oh, Wow. Yeah, so it's very wide age, uh, age group, and typically he's just like, all right, what's your genre of music? What do you like? What do you want to play? Here's a band. So he, he helps us. He, in the early ages, kind of helped us figure out what exactly happens in a band in general. Yeah. So, Well, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's good to have people to influence you, to help you out, you know, especially at the beginning. I mean, once you know what you're doing, it's, it's a little bit easier, right? 
how did you guys learn? That's where I, I'm guessing that's where you guys learn how to play, sing. Or did yeah. you guys know already before going there? It was my first time ever playing an instrument. I was in another band before this. We played much different music, but that was my first time ever playing at all. And um, for me, I started playing like right as quarantine hit. So right as quarantine hit, you know, no school. So I had about like two years to practice. And after those two years were up, I was like, I was looking for bands to join. Yeah, he's been playing guitar for like two and a half years. I've been playing Almost. for like, what, 13 now? And, and it's... <laughs> I pale in comparison, and it's kind of upsetting sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are born with it. Some people are just born with it. Do you guys read sheet music? Do you guys, or are you just playing by ear? Um, so Julian, and I can read sheet music because uh, he is in the band. He's in the school band, and so am I. But for, uh, you can read sheet music for. Yeah, I could read. But for um, guitar, I can't read sheet music. I have to learn, but I'm sure I could. It's it's, I'm not a guitar player and I can read sheet music, so yeah. for sure you could learn for sure. I, for um, me, it was uh, I started with uh, tablature. Um, yes. But then, because out of the three, out of the two other people in my family that are musically inclined or that do anything with music, they were born gifted. Like this dude, okay. I, I was <laughs> not. Um, so it took me like four years of guitar until I could hear something and be like, oh, that's around here. Um, I had to start the other way around than, than a lot of these guys, which was- How about singing? Did you have to train for singing or was it something that just- Screaming was a lot more natural for me. Um, I've only been doing like lead clean vocals for- Maybe a little over a year now. Barely, yeah. It's been, yeah, it hasn't even been a year yet. Um, okay. And something I've noticed is for me, it's been a lot more of a, of a mental battle than a, than a, a training battle that you probably need some training too. But at first it was just getting comfortable with those cleans and that I could do it and it's okay to make mistakes. Uh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll, you'll make some, that's uh that's a, you're, you're, you guys are very young. So unfortunately, uh, You'll make mistakes in life. That's uh, part of the whole learning process thing, they say. How would you guys describe your creative process? So, um, I like how they all immediately look at me. <laughs> um, so, what I typically do, since I usually come to practice with like the main like riffs and stuff, sometimes I'll come to practice with either a riff or a whole song completed. But the whole process is... Um, Typically, I'll have a beat in mind, like in my head, I'll just be singing, like, even if I'm at school, I'll have a beat in mind, just for like some guitar stuff, be singing a track in my mind. I mean, I like, I'll even get inspiration from some songs. But the way, the whole way it goes down is I'll grab my guitar, try to figure out those notes and just see how it takes me from there. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the times how we end up bringing that into practice is he kind of gets those riff ideas. Um, we've noticed a lot of the times is there's been a couple songs that we've kind of tried out a little bit and he'll come with a whole song done or sometimes two. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, Hey, we actually like this part of one song. Um, and this part of another song, we're dismantling your song entirely and making a mm -hmm. new one out of those parts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then from there we get that and it just kind of all flows a bit from there based off of the individual segments that we get. 
Well, it's nice to see that the creative process is between all of you guys. It's not just, uh, you know, um, Angel brings the guitar and then everybody just works around it. Like you guys mold it and change it and put it to your liking. So that's pretty cool. Who's your inspiration? Like I need to have an answer from everybody on this one because everybody's inspired differently. Who inspires you? Okay, so... I find a lot of my inspiration from the from the, the drummer from Dropout Kings. His name is Joe Lana Jr. And I really like his whole vibe and his whole message. He's a phenomenal drummer, and he always like makes sure makes sure to like have fun and stuff while he's drumming. And he just brings like good positive energy, and that's what I really like about him because. He not only is he a really good drummer, but you could also tell he's a really good person. So I would like to grow up to be a drummer like him. That's very good. I have like a favorite band that I love and I listen to constantly. They're called Buckshot. They're from San Jose. Um, I listen to them all the time and I just, I love them so much. And so they really inspire me. Um, for me, there's a couple of bands that, or their guitar specifically, or like their style of music inspires me. Um, definitely the guys from Lamb of God, just because how, one, I love how technical the riffs are, how unique they are, and how like, how groovy they are. Um, definitely Dimebag Daryl from Pantera, love his solo, yes. love his work. And just some other guys that really write riffs that catch your attention. So I try to write myself kind of like theirs. Lamb of God is a, is a band that uh, a lot of you guys, a lot of the bands I interview are inspired by, especially guitar players. Yeah, they're a huge inspiration for a lot of people. How many Lamb of God albums do you have? What do you mean? Like CDs? Yeah. I have like three. Oh, I don't know why I thought you had more. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get more. There there it is. Trying to get more. I'm actually trying to learn every single one of their songs. Oh, God. Of course you are. (laughs) We all have a band like that. Mine's in this moment. I mean, Maria Brink's voice is just magical. So I am trying to do what she does, but I, I cannot scream. Half as good as she can. I can pretend, but I cannot hit all those screams. She is a goddess. Yeah, we've actually covered one of their songs before. What song? Was it Sick Like Me? Yeah, it was Sick Like Me. Very cool. Oh, That's we actually have on our YouTube, don't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's on our uh, Mugstock video. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was uh, looking at. You guys were a cover band before mm-hmm. now doing your own songs. Yes. Correct. That's pretty exciting. Like, how, how do you guys feel from the switch from the cover band to being an I, original? I think it feels much better to go out on stage and be able to play music that came specifically from us and to see people in the crowd actually enjoy our songs that we made instead of just covering another band's music. Right. One of the, one of the songs we, we covered for a pretty long amount of branch of time was um, uh, Chop Suey from System of a Down. And because, let's be honest, everyone knows that song. But we had to do a little bit of a convincing to cover that one. <laughs> because, let's be honest, everyone knows that song. A lot of the times, band, cover bands will play that song. And it wasn't until how long? A while of convincing that he was finally like, okay, okay, fine. It, it's fun to play. Yeah. It's fun to play. And now, like, <laughs> Whenever we play that, as soon as we hear the first, you know, guitar part, everyone, woo! Yeah. 
everybody right. knows that song. That's right. the, the the guitar starts on the song, and the, right. I mean, and, and, if you've listened to System of the Down before, you're just like, okay, yes, right. I know the song. Yeah, I've and, eventually grown to list like to like that playing that song because what we do with that cover specifically, we like to make it our own. So it's not technically covering like well it. We're not it's covering it's still the actual cover. record. Yeah, we're not doing it by the record. We're you put our own spin on we it. We put yeah. yeah, we put our own twist. And I think it's important. Uh, you you guys keep true to who you are, even if you are a cover band, uh, which now you are not a cover band anymore. You have your own songs. So congratulations on that flip. Uh, I talked to um, Storms Within, uh, another great band. And they did the same. They were doing covers for years and years, and now they've been doing uh, their own music. Um, they played shows for free. Now they're getting paid. So, you know, you guys are keep growing and keep going. Uh, I mean, it, it's all just starting for you guys. I mean, I, I wish I had your drive and determination when I was your age. I mean, I, I had it, but I, I was playing sports. See? <laughs> I was playing hockey. I wasn't playing music. I was playing hockey. I should have stuck to music. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. <laughs> What are your plans for the coming months, guys? We have a lot of gigs coming up. Like we're like booked until June, so we're make we're writing like almost every of our practice. We practice two times a week, just preparing for. The next months, we're trying to get um, like 40 minutes of originals so we can play all original sets at all these next gigs. Right, and we're having we're trying to have those 40 minutes fully committed to memory and everything because we have honestly, in terms of what we've written so far, we have closer to like 35 ish minutes. Mm -hmm. The thing is, is a lot of them are still like you know works in progress, that sort of thing, and kind of getting it finalized in exactly that, just like. That exact pocket that we want uh, takes a lot longer sometimes than just oh let me just write a song. <laughs> don't rush it. Don't right. don't rush it because once it's out, it's out. It's released. Yep. There's no turning back. So exactly. make sure that you guys are happy uh, without its sounds. And even when the producer produces it for you, make sure you guys are happy about it because right. in the end, um, yeah, people might listen to your music, but you need to be proud of what's out there. Right. How do you how do you guys think social media changed the game? Because you're you guys are the younger crowd. I mean, I asked that question to everybody and I, I grew up. I was born before Google was even born. So I'm from probably around your parents age. Um, so social media for me doesn't mean social media for you guys. I am completely lost on TikTok. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know how to work Facebook. Uh, you know what I mean? I know how to get my followers on Facebook. I get on TikTok and I'm like completely lost. Right. Um, I think social media really has changed the game in terms of getting your name out there. And that's actually something that, um, that uh, I in particular at least have been kind of trying to get a bit better on, um, especially as of recently with us trying to transition from a, cover band to a all originals band, a lot of the times that practices, it just goes straight to, oh, we have to write, we have to write. Um, but then I see on social media and such, there's a lot of other bands that are getting their name out there very quickly in sometimes a matter of like 
a couple months. And it's simply because they know how to work social media and use the algorithm and the tools that it has to them to their advantage and spread their name just quickly. Um, it's definitely a little bit difficult for us right now, simply because you know we don't even have a full finished set just yet of originals. Um, but I think once we get some things recorded and such, then then that'd be our next step, and that could probably help us propel yeah. pretty pretty easily. I I read articles about uh, I, I'm reading a lot because I'm getting ready also to release a song. Uh, a song and a cover with uh, Anger Overdose. Um, the other song will be my first solo project since um, I left the band I was on. So, I, you know, I have, I feel like I have a lot riding on this project. So I did a lot of research and you guys are going the right way. You have three songs getting ready. Um, you don't need an album anymore. Three songs is really good. You can get one out and then you can... Promote that one and still sit on two songs while you're getting the other ones recorded. Uh, EPs are more the thing now than full 10 song albums. Like a four song EP is really what sells now. Right. Uh, you guys, but you guys are sitting on songs. As soon as you guys can start releasing your music, it's going to be easier to market. To, 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 it's going to be easier to put yourself out there. Uh, we have a bunch of people in the community uh, anger Overdose, Talwar, uh, uh, Death Pigeon. I mean, a bunch of them are making playlists. They'll add you guys to their playlist, and that brings you more ears. Um, there's Sloppy Joe right now. He's making a video games, uh, and he's, yeah, he's putting little cassettes in his video game, and that's indie bands. So you're playing the game, and you find a little cassette, and they start a song. And it's all the indie bands from the community. That, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Huh. Like you guys need to get involved. Right. Uh, like I was telling you earlier, the whole uh, mentality of competition is finished. It's done for the indie bands decided to take over. We're not paying Facebook. We're not paying the platforms to give us boosts. We're boosting each other up. So you guys just need to get out there and start following the bands and the bands will follow you. Whoever doesn't follow you, doesn't matter. Keep going. Don't look back at who doesn't follow you. You guys be the pioneers and you guys follow people. You guys are young. You guys need to get this movement going and keep going. Uh, you're going to win. Uh, you know that saying? It's, um, it's lonely on top. Well, you don't have to be lonely. You know, it's it's lonely at the top. You don't have to be lonely if you bring your friends along with you. Uh, succeeding as a unit is fun compared to just you guys succeeding and then bring some bands with you. Make yourself a little community there. Hop into the community that's being built. Uh, I don't know if you guys know Sepsis. Uh, Sepsis is a big, big indie band that helps guys like you. Uh, they have 44,000 followers on Facebook. And uh, what they do pretty much daily is telling us to follow each other. So. I'm going to write that down real quick. Yeah, I might <laughs> And he beat me to it. <laughs> I have my pencil. Right. 
I'll send you guys, like, I'll tag you guys in a few posts. Uh, I made a post about that following each other and not paying uh, for play. And I think I have something like 200 comments on there of bands just following each other. So hop on there and start following people. It'll help you guys a lot. And that's actually people that will follow you guys and will share your stuff. But you guys have to do the same thing. You got to be ready to share the community stuff. And, you know, uh, I grew around what I started the podcast in January. I had around 400 followers. I didn't do anything till March. March, I started following the bands. I am now at 1.2K followers. So, and the, I, I'm growing slow compared to some of them. The bands, some of the bands are growing incredibly fast. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a month and what, 800 followers? That, that's pretty good progress, so I'd good. say, yeah. So, you guys hop on on the train and, and help, help them out. They'll help you out. It's, uh, it's really nice to see indie bands starting to, to help each other out. If you guys have friends that are in bands, help each other out share each other's stuff telling you it's it's worth it all right back to you guys sorry i feel like i have to give you guys like you know some advice and yeah thank you yeah we we really do appreciate it because i mean as you are very much aware we are still young we're still pretty 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 new to this in general um honestly a lot of our help has come from really our parents um our drummer over here uh, <laughs> has uh his dad is in the local music scene too and i mean there you go. He has a little music room in his backyard that that that's where we go to practice and having just that foundation already set for us sometimes i think is one of the things that really helped us propel um you know it wasn't anything like you know we didn't have like a whole studio or like this and that and whatever but having at least that level of support and you know someone and even like that music school that we go through just having that kind of backing of people to give us right it's having people that can help you guys and point you in the right direction well we're here i mean me my team uh have an audio engineer on my team i have an it guy now on my team i mean it's growing and it's beautiful uh but everybody's there to help each other out Right. Uh, you guys, uh, we're, we're going to start some other projects. Uh, if you guys have bow- battles of the bands that you guys are doing, let us know. We have a, a little army of people that will come vote for you. It's not many people, but I mean, we helped uh, in, in Circle Throne last week, was in a battle of the bands on Twitch, and we helped him, and we got him to finals. So, I mean. Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> that was pretty cool, the battle of the bands like that. Right. Um, but if you guys need anything, reach out. Reach out, especially to the, the bands that, you know, have been there for a while and they know right. what they're doing. Just recently, we entered in one, a battle of the bands, and uh, we actually got in. So, uh, like, they have, it's our local one um, to our uh, city. So, um, we 
They have the preliminary vote yes, so like done online. We have a voting online to get into the actual live event. And then at the live event, they had um, audience choice, and then they had a panel of judges that would choose an overall winner. And um, we ended up winning um, audience choice that night. We so that was really cool. Yeah, so it was definitely a very, it was a very interesting feeling for me, at least, with that, because it was... We had gone from playing with that local music group where we were limited because the guy has like 80 bands at that local music school. So each band gets like two or three songs. So we started yeah. from two or three songs, a, you know, a set to now we're doing full 40, 45 minute sets and then back to battle of the bands with two songs. To me, that did feel a little bit weird. But for me, what definitely felt just kind of, I think for me, a lot more reassuring was that now the even though our set list is shorter the entire set list is us it's mm -hmm. just our material and that feeling to me especially when we found out that we actually tied for first place with another band was like astounding mm -hmm. to me it kind of really hit me there that like oh oh we're actually doing yeah, something yeah, we're and pub public's choice sometimes, for me anyways, I see it as a win even more than winning. Yeah. Because what you had, what, four judges, three judges on the panel? Like four. Yeah, yeah like it was four. like four or six or something along those lines. Um, and then audience, you know right. what I mean? The audience shows you guys who's going to pay anyways to come see you guys and show at one point. Mm -hmm. Right. The audience. So yeah. Yeah. it's a win. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a win for you guys. Yeah, because me personally, I would much rather have the people enjoy what we like more than some judges that grade us based on a criteria. Because the people, you could really tell that they were like digging our music. Right. And the judges, we we didn't win, but I would much rather win the people's choice role than the right. judges. Because at the but, end of the day, if you're trying to impress and, you know, kind of put your all, I would much rather, you know, be liked by however many people voted for a couple hundred, whatever, then four, six, eight, yeah. however many it was. To me, the couple hundred is significantly more, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. Were you guys uh, competing against people your age or was it like no age group, well, just? It was a look white. At, look at you guys. You know what I mean, I'm telling you every, like the more we talk, the more you guys impress me. Like, I, I I wish my kids would have your drive and determination, but she couldn't even find it to come sit with me and interview you guys. <laughs> Lazy kids. <laughs> hey, my mom said that this morning. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you I am your mom's age probably. <laughs> but I'm happy that you guys took the invitation. Uh, you know, I wasn't sure. I was like, you know. We, we were very grateful. We still are. Yes. Well, you guys will have plenty more of where this came from. That's I'm, I'm telling you, once you get your songs out there, I'm happy I get to talk to you guys before you do, because then maybe you'll be too, too, too busy to even sit down. I'm hoping you guys will get too busy to even sit down and do interviews. Um, how do you guys balance it? School, music, activities? I think Jay is more qualified to answer that. As the one who's only working full time as well? Yeah. also <laughs> Yeah. You can answer the question. Yeah. Um, well, three of us go to school, so um, we have to like take that part of our day out. 
but we have set practice days every week. We try to practice Mondays and Wednesdays. Um, so just having that set in our schedule every week helps us get make sure we have time for each other and time mm -hmm. for the band. Yeah. For me, it's honestly kind of really difficult because I'm also a part of the school band in my high school. I do the marching band, the jazz band, and the drum line. And that's just like a lot. And sometimes it does get a lot. And I almost feel like I want to like drop a lot of those things. But at the end of the day, like that's what truly makes me happy. And I'm grateful for all of it. So I really have to like schedule my days out and go by a system. It's, it's, it's a very stressful thing. I uh, definitely a lot more stressful than you might initially anticipate where you know, yeah, if you're doing what you would, you know, enjoy what you're passionate about constantly all day, every day, sometimes it's still stressful because, you know, that's all you're doing. But I think for me, a lot of the times that reassurance of like, ah, yes, I am doing this for a reason is like, as soon as I get up on stage, that's like my, ah, yes. Right, right. Because, you know, a lot of times I'll, because uh, I, I work in IT, 40 hours a week full-time and then I also something else that I typically do is and this is mostly also to get to know other bands and help out other local bands as well as I do uh, repair techs I, I, I um, do guitar tech work and repair instruments amps pedals that sort of thing and balancing the bands working 40 hours a week full-time with the company teching and this it it's taken me some time they can attest to it mm -hmm. I I've struggled a little bit for uh but once i get up on that stage that's like my i'm doing this for a reason this is not for nothing this is worth it the yeah. stage really does make sense yeah. yeah yeah that just going up and having fun is just such a nice feeling and then your songs are going to be on streaming platforms soon then right. once once everything starts rolling that's where you right. You know, and I'm sure like you drag your feet to get to practice, but once you get to practice and see everybody's face, then everybody's like, all right, let's, you know, let's do this. Like, let's buckle down, let's step this up. Right. Absolutely. Another thing that has kind of helped a little bit um, is like our basis the other day was recognized walking around town. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I worked at, a, at a, a local guitar center for just a little bit, um, between temp contracts, IT temp contracts. And when I was working there as a repair tech, I got recognized by a lot of people coming in for stuff. And that was also kind of reassuring. Uh, it kind of just gave me that like, we're, we're doing good. We're getting, we're getting our, our, our right. Our work done. Absolutely. Absolutely. You guys are getting recognition for all the hard work you guys are putting in. Yeah. Um, but don't, don't stop. Don't quit. I know it's hard. I know you guys are tired. Um, I'm not going to say that it gets easier because it, it doesn't, it's just a reality of being an artist. Uh, yeah, it, you don't, you know, it's like when people say, Oh, you guys are going on tour. Oh my God. Trust me. They're not seeing much. The back of their tour bus, um, maybe some sleazy motels and you know what I mean? Like artists are not, they don't make that much money like the touring artists, but you do it because that's what you love to do. Like you guys said, once you get up on that stage, it just lights you on fire. Mm -hmm. But um, we, we can see you guys perform on your YouTube, right? If yeah. we go on YouTube, 
check out Beheading of the Queen, and you guys could see them perform. Man, I can't wait for you guys to be on streaming platform. We're going to push your music out there. So I guess, would this be one of the things you, you least like about being a musician is all the responsibilities that come with it? Yeah, there's a lot of responsibilities that I have to take. I'm not like just putting time aside to for the band, focusing on all that. Um, there's the business side of things, which admittedly our parents do do, or my father and his father does. But, and there's the promoting aspects. All of that is the part that not a lot of people pay attention to when it comes to artists. They just think like, oh, you guys got to go on tour. You guys got to go play. Like that's some people that think that's yeah, it is like that. That doesn't happen. It's not that simple. Yeah, yeah. it's really not. It's a lot of planning. Yeah. Yes. Yes, there is a lot of planning. But I guess I guess it helps to have your dad, uh, right. who is yeah. in the music scene, so he knows what to expect. You know. And that's and that's something that I think that I definitely am very grateful for is the fact that we already had someone that was at least like, even if he was half as much as experienced as he is with that, you know, local music scene and how things typically go, even if he was half as experienced as he is, that's still more leagues, leagues better than I think Mm -hmm. what we could have ever asked for. Mm -hmm. Um, And even like Angel's dad, who, Hasn't really been in much of the local music scene. No, no, no. Basically, not none at all. But. Right, but the fact that he's willing to learn and he's reaching out to as many people as he can and doing as much of the extra business side has just really helped us so that we can get our music. And in essence, they're like our unofficial managers. Um, uh, we, you guys need the help. Yeah. You know, you guys have school. You guys have uh, social media is another thing that takes a lot of time. Um, nice thing with facebook is that you guys can share the account like uh, you can give permission to everybody and then you know everybody get involved and you know uh, social media for me i would say takes a third of my day almost every day to be on social media to push the the bands to you know it's just a constant constant thing so i'm glad that you guys have parents that are getting involved and that you don't have to pay uh, managers and and try to, you know, um, because a lot of a lot of the managers prey on young artists like you guys to try to get them to pay. And so I'm I'm glad you guys have parents that get involved. Yeah, shout out to my dad at Julian. Yeah. Shout out to my dad. <laughs> yeah. Love you guys. Shout out to the dads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely wouldn't have made it this far without them. Oh, yeah, Not for sure. real. Oh, that's uh, they're very helpful. So for sure, for sure, shout out to the dads. The dads deserve a, the dads deserve a, a toast over here. So cheers, dads. <laughs> Let's go listen to your. <laughs> We're raising our glass. You can't see us, but water's up to the dads. <laughs> Let's take a little break and go listen to "Kill Me."
right, we're back. We just listened to Kill Me by Beheading of the Queen. I have Jay, Julian, Angel, and Lizzie with me. Kill Me. What what a beautiful name for a song. What are we talking about? <laughs> Didn't that one go through some different thing changes? I feel like that, yeah, that one did have, I want to say like three or four different names up until we finally... I had, I had one other name. I don't think it was like three. The original name was Souls. We'll get probably explain why it was called yeah, Souls. Yeah. But so it was Souls. No, I had I had two other because there was Souls. There was Prayer to Die, and then oh, it was yeah, Kill Me. Yeah. yeah. So so we it was it was a little bit until we finally settled on a name. Um, I think one of the things I thought was funny about it though is we were playing it live. I think. Uh, we played it like a couple times yeah, before like three we. Times yeah, we played it like three game. times before we were finally like, all right, let's let's go with "Kill Me" as as mm-hmm. the name. I don't know how that happened. It just kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can go over the lyrics on that one. Yeah, um, I think you should do it. Yeah. For the back, the right. So that song, um, that was I think our the third fourth, fourth one that we had uh, written and. As someone who was still very new to writing lyrics, that was, I, I was like already kind of surpassing my limit on material I kind of had ready. Um, so I was trying to draw inspiration from really anything. And something that I ended up stumbling upon was um, actually one of uh, my favorite uh, video game series. Yeah, oh, also, <laughs> we, we, we play it together sometimes. Uh, it's based off of the game Dark Souls. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, so the game is very much like a. It, it it's basically designed to make you upset and yes, to make uh-huh. you a lot. Mm-hmm. Its slogan is "Prepare to Die." It was just yeah. a basic like. I kind of thought, you know what? I'm having trouble, but this game in particular actually did kind of help me in terms of just perseverance as a mental standpoint because that game forces you. To just, yeah, it just forces you to just buckle down, figure it out, and honestly, get good. <laughs> whoever's li- whoever's listening to this, if you haven't played those video games, I mean, uh, get yourself a, a strong drink. Um, yeah. <laughs> no kids in the house and pop that game in and see how f- how long you can last before you start swearing. Right. Um, uh, I... I- I bet my cousin one time about like 20 bucks that he couldn't get past his tutorial boss. And about an hour later, um, he almost punched a hole through his door and broke my disc. Um, well, that's because you can't play that game like you play every other game. You can't rush oh, through. You can't. You got to follow. You got to do what you got to do. And if you try to rush through, you're not going to make it. So yeah, the game is a lot of trial and error and, and a lot of times ends up becoming it, it's not a fun game. <laughs> but it also is it's hard to explain. Um it's a love Right. It's fun if you keep at it. Yeah. <laughs> if if you have the patience to keep at it. Yeah. And that that was kind of actually that patience part is kind of where that initial idea kind of came from when I was when I was trying to think of lyrics because we had the riffs already and I was like, you know what, I I'm having trouble finding something. And they're like, well, just just write something. And I'm like, no, 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 it, it doesn't just works. doesn't just work like that. Patience, and you know, kind of. Eventually, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm struggling. I'm at this wall. How do how do what how do I work around it? Like, how how to figure out how to kind of get through that? And I thought, wait a minute. When was the last time I actually like tried to persevere through that sort of 
blocking in a way that I wasn't comfortable with. And I was like, wait a minute, I just fought this boss. Why don't I just write lyrics based off of this? And it ended up working out pretty well. I'm still pretty proud of it. Um, it just kind of fit. And from there, sometimes, forward, sometimes they'll take a struggle. Sometimes they'll take you slaying three dragons and saving the princess that's in another castle um, <laughs> to be able to write your song. Mm-hmm. And then some other days you'll do like one of the songs I did, uh, 15 minutes. Yeah. And in the first year of it being out on streaming platform, 14,000 streams. I mean, with the band I was in, we have no other songs that had so many streams. So right. we were like, whoa, 14,000 yeah. streams. What is this? I wrote that song in 15 minutes right. for, for a singing competition on an app. You know what I mean? So <laughs> right, right. I never expected that would be the song. So don't oh, stick yeah, too okay. much to the lyrics either. Sometimes right. stupidest lyrics will get you the most plays. Right, and it, and it started from just such a what some a couple of us considered at the time just a dumb concept to start with. That probably at first was like, huh, this, this wouldn't really get us that that much. And then we we're like, actually, you know what? Wait, this. I kind of like this. Let's go with it. Had no not? of it flowering like that, but it kind of did. So, so describe uh, describe how music and art is important for the society right now. Like, there's a lot of schools that are trying to cut the art program, the music program. So I think it's really important because life can be really stressful for some people. And for some people, like myself, music and creativity is like one of my only outlets to, you know, really relax myself and calm myself down from what's happening around me. And it's just really important because it lets people express themselves in ways that they can't do anywhere else, like without music and art. Absolutely is really important because it brings people together in a way that no other thing can. Cause like, I don't think you can go to a physical art museum and see people moshing and still, <laughs> like knock each other down and pick them back up and say like, you know, yeah. Hey, you're good. But music just brings people together in a way that's so the, unique. The metal scene is one of the friendliest scene that I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Most oh, you can go to, you can go to any kind of concert and if something somebody falls, like most people just look at them like then you go to a metal concert, you see somebody fall and everybody's like, Oh, chill, 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 let's pick him up, you know? Like you're like I mean the the, the nicest people I've met through shows like that were the big metal heads that you look at and you're kinda of, you're kind of scary, sir, but they're yeah. like super nice, like right. Oh yeah. <laughs> but is yeah. it I had gone to a concert and it was actually my first time crowd surfing and like halfway through. Yeah, you were there. Yeah, um, yeah I remember it. Yeah, my first time ever crowd surfing. Uh, it was also my first time moshing now that I think about it. Um, I got like dropped halfway through. and um, It happens. Yeah. Luckily, though, the, the guys that were around me like noticed it just in time and like caught me like by my little belt loops and up to slow the fall enough so that I like didn't hurt basically. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, they kind of, the guy helps him back up and like, we can barely hear each other. I've never seen this man ever in my life. 
And he's like, are you good? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And he's like, you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. And we see a mosh pit start forming like maybe five feet away. And we look at each other. We look at the mosh pit. We look back at each other. Let's go. And we both ran straight in. Never seen that man ever again in my life. And it was yep. still by far one of my favorite interactions. <laughs> he, was, he was one of your best buddies for like 30 seconds. And exactly. then we're done, man. High five, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> but <Yep>. uh, <laughs> like um, like Julian was saying, uh, music is important. I was talking with uh, the hip hop band Statues, and um, that's what he was telling me too. Um, they're from a rough neighborhood, you know. Kids get in trouble, violence, guns, and you know, he's like, and you try to keep the kids invested in music. You try to keep them out of trouble, even at my age, even at his age. You know, he's like. You get mad one day, you turn towards music, music's there to understand you. If music wouldn't be there, you, well, you, you start fighting with people, you, you know what I mean? So, it's, you know, it's better to turn to music. And I, 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 I agree that kids need music. Right. And I mean, I'm we all need music, but in school, we can't take that away. Like, I... I don't I don't see it being a good thing to take band away from you guys too. You know what I mean? Like you guys and, need this. And I know for me in school, music just even listening to it a lot of the times was enough for me. Um halfway through like my high school career, just like a lot of others, um, I did hit like a very, very lowest lowest low of my life. And there were a few different artists that I listened to, um, and just music in general and I would listen to them constantly it was not advised towards but sometimes even still in class and just having that so sometimes even just be there as I'm just trying to process the struggles that I was having internally and sometimes externally just yeah. really helped propel me past that that bottom state that I was in and just kind of let me collect myself breathe a little bit and then from there move past. Um, so taking away that from schools and really anyone in general, I feel like it has for me become a tool that is like a just straight up necessity to process a lot of things that I have, emotions, anxiety, etc. And without that, I don't know where I would be. Music and mental health go hand in hand. Um, might as well say it. Even though this episode's going to air after uh, the special we're going to have next week. But if you guys have a chance to catch it, if you guys want to come sit down, uh, mental health has no age, no gender, and no race. Um, we are having a week off of the music podcast to have a complete week on mental health. So it will be Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern. So same time as the interview tonight and Wednesday is going to be during the day to give a chance to people from around the globe to come in and talk. But if you guys want to come sit in the comment sections and talk with bands, uh, we're going to have a bunch of bands uh, there to talk about mental health. So you guys are always welcome to come talk or to come sit with us and just be in the comment. All right. Um, Something that's really important for, you know, kids, adults, everybody, mental health, anxiety, depression hits. I don't believe that there's an age for it. When you guys perform, 
like when you're in front of that audience, where does your mind go? Um, I, my mind goes blank. Like I really focus on the music, not blank, but I'm really focusing on the music, focusing on the crowd and the energies that are swirling. Um, and I just really get into it. You know, I have a very like stoic appearance, mm -hmm. but I am really just focused in and listening and enjoying myself. So my mind, when I'm drumming on stage with beheading other queen, it's in a lot of places. I think about the crowd. I think about my own playing. Sometimes I'm even thinking about what I'm going to do after the show. Like I think about anything really. And makes so, much sense. <laughs> so what I really focus on though is keeping my energy high, trying to keep the crowd's energy high. So then we can all just have a fun, positive time. And I, after a while on stage, like towards the middle and the end, I just mainly focus on myself and I start thinking like, wow, like I'm with my best friends, my brothers and sister, I'm here, we're playing for a whole bunch of people that like our music. And I think that's a, a genre we enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Which is something that I feel like I have definitely learned to appreciate is playing a genre you enjoy to people that also enjoy, enjoy it. it right um for me but you you guys's energy um can be read through your pictures like even before sitting down with you guys and talking with you guys i pretty much had a good idea <laughs> just by your pictures who you are we had julian down there going like this and sticking out his tongue in every picture and you know what i mean like it, your energy is is palpable through the pictures so you guys are really who you're trying to show who you are is I could tell you guys listening. This is really who you're getting, what you see in those pictures, what you see in the videos, those they're real. They're right here with me. That's something that I know I definitely try and especially portray when I, when I am on stage too, because like at the end of the day, I know I'm not exactly trying to impress anyone. So to speak, I started playing music and I started going on stage because I thought it was fun and it still is to me. That's kind of where my head goes is, you know what? I'm just going to scream my little heart out into this mic and I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to run around like a little gremlin and have some <laughs> fun because at the end of the day, it's that's right. That's, that's what got me into it. And I know for like certain songs, depending on what it is, you know, I might want to get a bit more tuned to, that feel that it might have. Um, one example is our song Broken Reflections. That one does kind of require a little bit of a, a branch off for, for me to really drive it properly. But at the end of the day, I know I'm there to have fun with my friends, play the music I like, be who I am, not really follow any, you know, anyone else's footsteps, just play. To add on to that too, like on stage, that's where I really feel like I can be myself, be as crazy as I want to be, <laughs> and still, you know, express myself how I want to express myself, like playing the drums, going crazy, going whatever. Right. Just being who you are. Absolutely. And Angel, what about you? Um, for me, when I'm up on stage, I just like to, I like looking at the crowd and seeing like the people that are there to see us and to listen to the music that we like and they also enjoy. Um, when I'm up on stage, I'll sometimes mess around with Jay because, you know, we're there to have fun. I'll poke my guitar at him. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does that a lot. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> and I'm just there to have friends with my or fun with my friends. Like these are honestly my best friends that I have right now. Like I'm always gonna be. I'm always gonna have this special connection with them that I don't think I'll ever have with anyone else. Just because. I've, I don't think I'm ever going to have that experience with anyone else. That Your band is your second family. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys yep. have to think about it. You, you guys start touring, look at each other's faces, because yeah. that's the faces you're going to see while you're touring. And your parents, obviously, <laughs> but... Yeah, you know. mean, I, sometimes I'll call them just like, hey, Angel, what's up? I'm bored, I'm kidnapping you. Uh, okay, Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's go get food. Why? I don't know. <laughs> you don't have a choice in it. He just, okay. <laughs> yeah. One time we were playing a game and he's like, hey, you want to go to this um this house show? That's in like 20 oh, minutes. Oh, yeah. I forgot I'm about like, that. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. We, we got there. Um, It was significantly warmer inside than we anticipated. And Smell then, like bio and weed. Yeah. Like so, um, <laughs> and that was a school night, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And I had work the next morning, like an hour before he yeah. had to go to school. So I was like, hey, you want to just like go and like get some McDonald's? Yeah, like, we, no, we got Popeyes. That's what we got. We, yeah, got, we got Popeyes. Popeyes. I were like, sure. So, so some we left. good chicken. Like, really? We were there for like 20 minutes and that was all we needed <laughs> for that night. It was a fun time though. Yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah, Popeye's some good chicken. I, I'd never had Popeye's till I, I came here. I'm from Canada originally, from Montreal, Canada. And I moved to North Carolina last year. So a lot of new stuff to discover, a lot of new restaurants and foods and yeah. chocolates. It's amazing. I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> How do yeah. you guys define success as an artist? Because success for everybody is different. I've had somebody tell me that success was being true to themselves. No matter what happened in their musical career, they wanted to stay who they were. Um, Somebody told me success would be to book the biggest tour. So for you guys, what is success? For me, I think when I truly find myself to be successful with this band would be like touring all over the place and not only that but having fun being genuinely happy when i'm touring and yeah that's for for him i because i met him before i met these two guys so me and him have been playing a decent amount longer together and i think from the start he has always been like yeah i want to tour i want to like go play a bunch of shows around the country and i'm like Cool, dude. You're like in seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> you don't care. You don't yeah. care. Yeah. I'm like, you, it's not that simple, bro. You can't just like, yeah, I'm just go on tour. He can like, still go on tour. I mean, he'd just have to like homeschool on the bus and yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's possible. There's a lot of possibilities. Right. Uh, I don't know what I would define success as an artist. I never really thought about that that much. Um, I guess it would just be, I don't know having your name out there just being well known not really i don't really care about the money and stuff like that i just want to like have a good time have like like have other people have a good time i guess that would be success for me right kind of have that that almost community sense of it just have a good community in a sense would be success for me i think like success to me isn't like an end goal i think it's like a a journey so like Success that I see, like, in our current, like, situation, our current band as a whole is just 
how we interact together, you know, we still all love each other and we all really enjoy hanging out with each other and playing together and uh, having, you know, like I recognize a lot of people are regulars to our shows and that's something that yeah. really like means a lot to me because people like us and they will see us multiple times and will take their friends, take, tell everyone to show up. You know, it's just so cool to see. And you need, you need those people. You need the people that come back uh, that, that are there at your shows. And you also need them. If anybody's listening that goes and watch them, if you guys have a merch table, uh, grab a t-shirt, grab a sticker. I mean, get one less drink in your night. And instead of getting a drink, go grab a sticker. It helps the bands out. It, it, it streaming doesn't pay the bands that much. Uh, merch merch is where bands make the most of their money so if you guys do you guys have merch out right now yes and we're trying to get another batch yeah um in terms of uh online orders though um i don't know but that's not available yet yeah but we could probably get it sorted out here soon Um, that's i think actually should be next on our list so. Once you guys have your music out there and you start promoting, right. it'll be something that you probably want to start looking into is putting merch. So think- international can, because right. the shipping, shipping and everything. You, you, personally, I just give that to a company to do because right. I don't want to have that on top of everything else that I have to do. So right. they print and they ship for me. Okay. Yeah. I think that's probably going to be, I think, now that you mentioned that, I think a good goal for us would be to, once we have things on streaming, to kind of release that with some of our, like, our, our, our like, initial merch stuff, kind of, at the same yeah. time. That way, it's like, hey, you like listening to us? Go buy this merch. It's, yeah. it's a pretty fluid, um, fluid There's also some merch sites that will give the song out. If you buy the t-shirt, you get the MP3 of the song. Yeah. Oh. So, you guys look into that, get your, yeah. your dad's man was it momager for the mom? So dadagers for the dads? I'm not sure, but get the dads on that. Dads, come on. <laughs> we want merch. Let's go. Uh, we're about to close the interview, guys. Uh, before we go, I want to tell you that I appreciate you guys sitting down uh, with me and talking with me. I was really excited, and I'm still excited that I got to talk to you guys. Uh, I, I like seeing even Matt. Matt was telling me, oh, my God, I, when I told them how old you guys were, he was like, oh, I'm glad to see the kids doing it. You know, I, I was worried. <laughs> so, I mean, Matt, they're doing it. Uh, <laughs> but I appreciate you guys taking some time and being on here. Um, please make sure to write your shows on Facebook so we can share and we can try to get you guys some more people, some more followers. Uh, I'm going to tag you on a few posts. Come on, say hi to people. Start following them. They'll follow you back. We're going to try to help you guys uh, join the community. I mean, it's such a beautiful place right now to be. You guys should definitely check it out. Before we go, uh, we're going to listen to your last song as we're going out. It's going to be Broken Reflections. Uh, why Why did we keep the last one, this for the last one, Jay? So... That one, I think, um, that this one is definitely my favorite simply because this was our the second song we wrote and the first one that I think 
I was really able to drive lyrically and really honestly in every aspect in terms of the instruments too, I felt like was done. We put, yeah, we did definitely put our all into it and it came out as I think still as of now, the thing I am the most proud of. So that's, that's I think why I thought it'd just be best to save it for last. Mm -hmm. We're all really proud of it. Yeah. And before we go, I usually ask my guests, what advice would you give yourself to you? To, would you give to your younger self? In this case, guys, I'm going to turn it around a little bit. And where do you guys see yourself in 10 years? What, what's the dream? What's the graduating schools? Do you guys have dream jobs? Of course, music. Of course, music. Uh, but in 10 years from now. What's the dream? In 10 years, I'd be 30 then. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, think, I think for me, the dream in 10 years would be to have, you know, several albums, a decent following, that support, that community, be at least comfortable in terms of, you know, income and things like that. Just being able to enjoy and make music if i can have that that would be more than enough for me to me even that is that is success it sounds reasonable it sounds doable 10 years to have that absolutely um for me personally what i want to go to college for and what i plan to have my my, my main job is is um sound engineering just because one i really enjoy the whole aspect of thing. I've actually gone to experiment a bit with it in my own projects. Like um, for, for even my history class, I was able to write a song <laughs> about civil rights. It was a metal song and I had my friend um, hop on that and put some lyrics on it, whatever. Yeah. But I was able to master and mix it and I think it came out really well right. for my first time. And so that's what kind of what I want to do. I think it'll also help support the band out so right. we don't have to like get a producer. Absolutely. Or anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that like, me finally being outside and working and you know getting somewhat of a source of income i've as soon as he said i want to be a sound engineer i'm like all right i'm gonna start basically sending you equipment and nice things and they just gave me a pc yeah I yeah like, okay. i i also build computers and i had uh, some old parts laying around and i'm like here's this nice computer oh there you go you can also play games with me too if you want bonus but so. there you go. There you go. Absolutely. And that's that's doable. And sound engineering is so good to have. Look, I have Matt around and I am blessed. Um, being able to sound engineer your own music, too, you're going to be able to make it sound exactly like you want it. You're going to you know how to do your stuff, save up on some money. Um, it, it's really good when bands know how to do their own stuff. You could tell. Because yeah. they're growing fast. They don't have to wait for anybody to do what they want to do. So absolutely. Yeah. How about how about we got we got we got Julian and Lizzie to answer the question? Um, like for the band, I would love to tour. Um, even if it's small, even if it's just like in California. Um, I would love to be able to go to some cities and meet new people and um see some just new faces. I think that would be really fun. Um, more personally, uh, I'm really into 
bi biology and animals, so I really want to be some type of biologist or zoologist. Very nice. So in 10 years, I would love to be on a tour bus going across the country touring. You want me with to be touring in my 30s? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you seen Fair. how old like Metallica is? Okay, that's Metallica. Okay. <laughs> There's okay. You're, you're never too old to be touring, trust me. So I would like to be on a tour bus with this specific group of people and touring all across the country, maybe even in another country. Who knows? Ooh, that'd but be fun. I'd Some like to oh, heck yeah. see see most of the country and meet new people and make connections with bands that I never like would have thought to make connections with. And who are we touring with, Julian? Who's the dream? Oh, the dream? <laughs> What's the dream lineup? The dream lineup. So did you have one? I literally did. Yeah, you literally did. Yeah, we we, oh, dream, yeah. we, we got so, here. He goes, I had a dream last night that we were headlining on a tour. <laughs> there you go. See? Yeah, see, I had a dream last night that we were like in a huge stadium full of like thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people. And Slipknot was on that lineup and Ice Nine Kills and it was great. <laughs> There you go. So <laughs> 10 years from now, mm -hmm. I mean, Corey Taylor's in 10 years from now, uh, he should still be able to do shows. I'm comparing my age. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to blast myself out that much. We should <laughs> still be able to tour in 10 years, but um, thank you guys for being here. Is there anything you want to uh, let us know before we go? Thank you for having us. Yeah. yeah. 100%. It's my pleasure, guys. Uh, I'd love to do a second interview with you guys later on in the year, mm -hmm. um, after your shows, after you put out your 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 songs and give you time, a bit of time to do some promotion, and then I don't know, maybe six months from now, maybe around September, something like that. I'd like to sit back down with you guys and see where you guys are at, how everything's going. Yeah, we sure love to come back on, and I'll then keep in we might have a have a little bit more more originals and so a bit a bit better of a coherent uh, plot of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. That's it. This is the first. You know, this is where we step base. This is you know, uh, let's revisit this in about six months and see uh, how you guys are blooming, how the shows went, and uh, I'd love to have you guys back. So I'll be in touch with you guys. Uh, I'll make sure to send you a copy of this interview also once it's edited. And yeah, stay in touch, guys. If you guys need anything from us, let us know. Uh, once you have your music uh, mastered and everything and you're ready to release it, let me know. I'll add it to the station and I'll send it to a few friends of mine. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Awesome. So we just spent over I think an hour with the beheading of the queen I have Jay, Julian, Angel and Lizzie thank you guys so much for being here I am your host Melanie Nix and we're going out by listening to Broken Reflections see you soon guys
Some in my wrath, the fire up.